Welcome back to the podcast, Confessions of a Leader. I'm your host, C. Priscilla. Learn from the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all yourself. Eleanor Roosevelt. Wow, wise words. For the longest time, I thought I had to make all the mistakes myself and hit the bottom to really have valuable lessons to fully understand what life and business is all about. Like figuring out as many mistakes as possible by doing them all myself was somehow going to qualify me for something great. Oh, Lord, was I wrong. I don't know how much time I have wasted on that strategy, but I was so stunned when I came over this quote from Eleanor Roosevelt and it all fell into place. Let me repeat it. Learn from the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all yourself. You know what? I don't have to have an MBA in recovering from mistakes that I could have easily avoided by learning with curiosity and humility from those who have gone before me. Some mistakes are inevitable. Life slaps us in the face as we courageously and optimistically follow our desired reality, only to realize that we forgot to prepare or calculate the risk. And that's okay. We fall, we get back up, and we learn. And all of these lessons are valuable, both in the sense of personal growth and building resilience, or what I like to call bounce back power. And building bounce back power is great and it is valuable, but we don't have to make more mistakes than we need to. And we don't have to make the mistakes we can avoid by learning from what other people have gone through. There is this misconception that we don't really learn on a deep level if we don't experience it for ourselves. But who says we have to really feel the dirt on our face from graveling in the mud in every single area of our lives to become wise? Wisdom comes before any lasting success. The Cambridge Dictionary defines wisdom as the ability to use your knowledge and experience to make good decisions and judgments. I'm going to say that again. Wisdom is the ability to use your knowledge and experience to make good decisions and judgments. So wisdom is the fruit of learning from mistakes, our own and others. Some mistakes we do have to learn for ourselves. We'll know which ones they are from how others' advice just doesn't cut it when it comes to helping us get out of the situation. We've tried everything they're saying and we still find ourselves in the same spot. But don't fret or be discouraged because it just means that we have the answer inside of us and our job is to figure it out. I'm not saying that this is an easy and enjoyable experience, but if we don't quit and we keep ourselves open to really listening to our gut, there lies the way out. And when we stack hope, courage, and action on top of it, we start moving in the right direction. These stories are our lumps of gold. It's that story of who you are and what you've overcome that sets you apart from the crowd and make you an influential leader, someone people will look to for direction. And remember, it's in the dirt, in the mud, 
that an acorn, a small nut, is cultivated and builds roots that will allow it to become a huge, strong, and beautiful oak tree. And personally, I feel strong today. At 46 years old, I feel the strongest I've ever felt. And it takes a lot to shake me. But it wasn't always like that. I used to take a lot of things personally, and I viewed correction or feedback as personal criticism of who I was as a person. And I was easily hurt or offended by others' judgment of me or my actions. But I'm not anymore. I have been through so many storms in my life from an early age. And even though there have been heartaches and pains and bruised egos and shattered dreams, oppositions, you name it, I have no regrets. I made a decision early on that I wouldn't sacrifice my joy in the present for regretting the past. Because I can't go back and change the past. I can't go back and do things differently And I can't go back and make wiser decisions. I have to live with the decisions that I made back then. But I can make the decision to not repeat the same mistakes. And whatever I've experienced will result in something good down the line. Because it has. All of my mistakes, all of my failures, they have produced empathy. They've produced resourcefulness, creativity, and stamina. And most of all, they have become lessons I can share that will make someone else's journey just a little less bumpy or regretful. As leaders, we need to get comfortable sharing our mistakes. We need to share our failures and our shortcomings with the people we lead. And we have to get deliberate about it, even if it's uncomfortable and we feel naked sharing our hard-learned lessons and the areas we have that we are weak in. But we do it because we have a desire to see others grow and become hopeful and driven by desire to live full lives, to rise from mediocrity and to get to have the experience or the feeling of contribution and purpose. Let me clarify something. We live in a time where many feel like they aren't good enough as they are because they are comparing themselves with the highlight reel of the lives of others on social media and elsewhere in society. And not striving to be someone else is not what I mean when I talk about accepting mediocrity. Accepting to be mediocre is a choice we are all free to make. But how do we know we are accepting to be mediocre? We're accepting mediocrity when we keep ourselves and the world from acting in the gifts we have to offer that this world could benefit from. The stuff we have in our true personality, our experiences, our knowledge and understandings that are uniquely ours. So when we hold it back in fear of being judged, ridiculed and rejected, we are accepting mediocrity. So for me, I had to realize that I had the choice to stay where I was, comfortable, happy enough, or I could step out of my comfort zone and start exercising my natural gifts and talent muscles and grow into my potential. I can promise you I felt stiff at first and I got sore 
from it. I got tired. I got headaches. I had aching pains in my body, like real physical pain from taking mental action. But like anyone who has ever started going to the gym or working out will remember how you just had to free fall onto the couch after leg day in the beginning. And you also know that it gets better over time with repetition. We fear pain and the feeling of being uncomfortable so much that we use the good enough hashtag to let us off the hook from being what we were created to be. Can you imagine if a baby who started to crawl and tried walking and fell flat on its face decided that, you know what, I can crawl. That's good enough for me. I get from here to there by crawling. There's no need for me to get more uncomfortable or put in a lot of effort and strive to learn how to walk. Crawling is good enough for me and I'm not hurting anyone. But we know that's not true. Because our knees weren't built for crawling. It would hurt us. And by crawling, we occupy our hands, making it very hard to lead someone else by the hand and helping them move forward. And that goes for anything. Think of what an inspiration and support we could be for others by going the distance before them. And not rising to the occasion is mediocrity. And it does hurt both us and those we lead. We're all leaders. For some of us, it's leading our kids. From others, it's leading our teams, our board members, our colleagues, and our friends. And you know what? There aren't any shoes made for walking on your hands and knees. So by choosing what seems to be the easy way, eventually you'll find moving forward becoming so difficult and painful that it's easier to just roll back on your butt and sit still. And I see that happen, and I hear them proclaim that it's good enough. So the fear of making a mistake, of failing, of being uncomfortable, and the fear of not figuring it out is stopping too many of us from being all we can be. And one of the reasons is that we think that we have to figure it all out by ourselves. We think we have to make all the mistakes and learn from all of our own failures, when the truth is that so many have gone before us and by spending time with them through reading books, watching videos, listening to podcasts, and talking to people, we get to learn from their mistakes, their failures, and their lessons. And that takes the load off our weights, making our growth both a bit easier and more enjoyable. This week's challenge, my good friend, is this. Find a quiet place where you won't be disturbed. Tell yourself, I want to lead with courage, influence, and a healthy mindset. What is the thing or area where I'm telling myself it's good enough? But if I'm to be honest, really honest, it's mediocrity. I just don't feel like I have the energy or courage to do the work and learn to walk in that area. For some, it will pop up immediately. You just know what it is by by that lump it produces in your gut. But for others, it's going to take a little time to explore it. And that's okay. Just be open to it. 
What is the thing that produces a feeling of avoidance or resistance inside of you? And what is it you don't want to address if someone brings it up? Or if you see an article about it, you just quickly move past it. And once you know what it is, start writing about it on a piece of paper. And be honest. And you don't have to show this paper to anyone if you don't want to. And you can even burn it when you're done. But spill your guts on that paper. And I recommend you using a piece of paper instead of doing it on your computer. Because there are some great things that happens in our brain that's connected with your hand. So when you start writing, things are going to happen. But release, after you've done that, release your inner five-year-old who questions everything. What would happen? What could happen? Why is that bad? Why is the thing you think is bad really bad? Who says it's bad? Why do they say it's bad? Get it all out, all of your fears and hesitations. Your worst case scenario, just write it out. And then you have to come back to reality. And you're probably riled up with emotions from writing all of this. All your fears and insecurities and hesitations are on that piece of paper. And that does something with your body chemically. So you have to bring your body down and calm your senses. So what I usually do is I will breathe in for four heartbeats. I will hold my breath for four heartbeats. And then I will breathe out for seven heartbeats and hold for four heartbeats. And then I repeat that until I feel calm. Or you can use your attention to focus on the sounds around you or the smells in the air or the feelings of your surroundings for about two minutes. Every time you feel your mind wandering off, bring it back to the senses. And you have to choose one of them. But all of this will tame the default network in your brain. And that is responsible for your internal chatter and the thoughts of doom and destruction. And now we're set up for the next step. Now it's time to call forth your wise and optimistic friend who doesn't have a pessimistic bone in their body. And you feel free to name him or her. Think about the calmest, wisest, and most reflective an unafraid person you know personally or from a book or TV? What would he or she say to your hesitations and fears that are on your paper? Go over every single one and offer a different perspective or possible solution without judgment. If you feel your inner critic taking over, go back to taming your default network before you call your new best friend back again and continue offering new perspective or possible solutions. Making mistakes and failure is something you can't avoid if you want to be a person or a leader of growth and development. I've learned to view failure as a valuable friend. Failure isn't there to destruct me. It's here to educate me so I'll be ready for the next level when the opportunity comes. So with that said, I would love to hear from you. And if this episode has helped you move forward on the desires you have for your life or career, drop me a line on hello at cprisilla.com. 
I'll put the link in the episode description. But I can't wait to hang out with you again. And until next time, I wish you a great day in service to your family, your workplace, and your community. Enjoy life. Meet Levi.